When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Get in the know, non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Welcome into a Saturday Checkdown episode of Purple Daily. The Judd Zolgad, write that down specialty here. <laughs> that was an unnecessary. The Kirk Cousins, 4th yeah. and 8th oh, uh, specialty Totally here. unnecessary, all of them. <laughs> so uh, throughout the offseason... We're giving you kind of a mix of Saturday episodes, including these little Saturday checkdown episodes where we just kind of check in with a short episode to say hi and talk some Vikings. Presented by TCL, now an official partner of the NFL. No matter what you watch, TCL has award-winning TVs for any budget, any space, all with stunning picture quality. And TCL brings... Um, sorry, I lost my place in this read. Joy and simplicity through innovative technology. I've only done that read 200 times. Learn more at TCL. Dot com. All right, boys. We had such great fun on the Feedback Friday episode. There was a bunch of feedback that we didn't even get to. We'll put some of it on Mackie and Judd at the end of this week. Uh, but Jeff in Arkansas chimes in and says, What happened to the daily mocks? thought you guys were going to do daily mock draft roundups. And Torin says, We need more mocks. Oh, boy. I didn't realize you guys were. I mean, we're giving you, we give you a lot of mocks. I didn't yeah. realize that you guys wanted. I want a mock. Mock. Well, more mocks. So we you give want you what mocks. you want. Yeah, you want mocks. We'll give you mocks. All right. To please. In our mock draft roundup so far, we've done 21 mock drafts, and uh, it looks like about 55 to 60% so far have been defensive backs, whether it's Brian Branch, the. The hybrid defensive back from Alabama, Tyler Fornis, we did that mock a couple days ago. A bunch of Kelly Ringos, a bunch of Deontay Bankses, some Cam Smiths, Emmanuel Forbes, even a Tyreek Stevenson in there. Hmm. Let's see what the latest Pro Football Network mock says, boys. Football. Do it. Oh, yeah. Pro Football At Network. Pro Football Network. Sounds very official. All right. So they do have a trade for the number one overall pick here Houston Texans. Oh, my God. Oh. Wow. The Houston Texans trading up for Anthony Richardson. Wowzer. Number one overall oh, pick. Oh, they're buying, they're buying what the uh, Combine is selling. Anthony Great Richardson. interviews. Great interviews. He's killing the interviews. So the Texans receive the number one. The Bears move back to number two and get the number 12, the 33, and... Uh, and a 2024 first rounder. That's a crazy haul. And Anthony Richardson apparently is is the target here. So wow. All right. Okay. The Bears at number two take Will Anderson. Mm-hmm. The Panthers take C.J. Stroud. 
and then the Colts take Bryce Young at four. So three quarterbacks off the board in the first four picks. Now, Anthony Richardson, who have showed very, very well in the interview process too this week at the combine. Interesting. Who do we who do we have on? Um, oh, it was uh, Thor. I think Thor about three weeks ago said the Colts traditionally like taller quarterbacks. Okay. He did oh. not think that they would be a Bryce Young candidate because they are, they would prefer to go with a quarterback who was taller. I would. I believe it. I believe it. He knows his stuff. Seahawks take Jalen Carter out of Georgia. Uh, I don't know. It doesn't say anything about the arrest. This might have been mocked like a day before the arrest happened. Christian Gonzalez, the first cornerback off the board to the Lions at six. Then Will Levis, the fourth quarterback off the board to the Raiders at seven. All right. We'll kind of skip around here. Uh, A bunch of cornerbacks. There's Kelly Ringo to the Patriots after Devin Witherspoon to the Bears. Brian Branch, the Commanders at 16. Deion Banks, a big-time run here. Looks like Jordan Addison is the first receiver off the board at 18 to the Lions. Jalen Hyatt, the second receiver off the board, followed by Quentin Johnston. So a little run on receivers. Oh, and then at number 23, the fourth receiver comes off the board to the Minnesota Vikings. Jackson Smith-Najigba from Ohio State. Oh, they have following Here's the write-up. His tape is good, so good that even a merely respectable combine showing could boost his chances of staying in round one. He's a great fit for the Vikings who need a dependable chain mover to complement Justin Jefferson's big play ability. Did I hear chain mover? Did I hear a chain movers coming to Minnesota? You did hear oh. chain mover. Yep. Oh, I Okay, how would you be? So he'd be the fourth receiver off the board here and the third in a string of three. I don't know if that means anything because Jefferson was like the fifth receiver, yes, fourth or it, fifth receiver off the board. So. Yeah, and in this case, I think um, if we are to believe just a semblance of what we have gotten from the Pulperia mocks that we have done, he usually is going before 23, in some yeah. cases well before. So I don't think that this would be by any means a stretch. It wouldn't be like they're taking the fifth best guy and he's not as good. So, um, and this would also dovetail in perfectly with what we've talked about, which is it probably means they've signed a cornerback in free agency. Yeah, that could that could definitely be sort of the the precursor to this. Um, the previous iterations of Pro Football Network have had different players being drafted. All this is the third Pro Football Network mock that we've stumbled upon. The second one had Cam Smith, the South Carolina cornerback, and then the. Uh, the third one had Cody Motch, the offensive lineman from NDSU, going to the Vikings. Interesting. Okay. I don't Jackson promise Jackson Smith, Nijigba there. I sort of like it. Mock! Mock! All right, here's one. This isn't really a mock, but it is Lance Zierlein from NFL.com, who's one of the most prominent mockers. He's oh, not yeah. quite on, like, the Mel Kuyper, Todd McShay level, but he's a very plugged-in, creative mocker. Yeah. Yeah, his stock is rising. Let's just say that. Yeah. And he pens an article, or types one, I guess, on NFL.com. Anthony Richardson landing spots. Which NFL team is most likely to draft the toolsy quarterback prospect? All right? And so this isn't, it's not a mock. It's he's giving percent chances to each team to draft Anthony Richardson. He's got the, the Panthers as a front runner with the number nine pick, 25% chance. That uh, they he references Cam Newton in here, you know, could he be kind of a a second coming? Then he's got the logical fits in the next category. These are all fifteen percent chances. There's three of them. 
The Lions would either pick six or 18 mm-hmm. or somewhere in between if they trade. Mm-hmm. The Raiders would pick seven. Yep. And the Commanders at pick 16. Maybe they have to trade up to make it happen. Okay. Then there's the it's possible category. These are 10% chances. Seahawks with two first-round picks. Buccaneers at 19. And then he's got a, a long shots category with two teams with a 5% chance to draft Anthony Richardson, the Colts with the fourth overall pick, and the Minnesota Vikings with the 23rd overall pick. Here's the write-up. I think this would be a sneaky, interesting landing spot for Anthony Richardson if he were to make it all the way to 23 or somewhere nearby, which seems like a long shot in itself, but Kirk Cousins would clearly be the starter in 2023 which would allow Richardson a chance to take mental reps for an entire season before potentially taking the reins in 2024 with some talented pieces around him. Thoughts? First of all, I think he has the Colts probably too low percentage-wise because I think the Colts are a possibility for sure, Mm -hmm. especially with where they are drafting. And it does sound like uh, from the, the reports that we are seeing from the Combine that Anthony Richardson's stock is on the rise. Um, you know, what's funny as you went through that, that list, I was thinking of like the best fits for a young QB as well. So like the, just the best places. Cause I feel like, I feel like the Raiders have really defined themselves as an albatross. Right. And I, I don't think Josh McDaniels is a great coach. So, cause I mean, so much of this is dependent partially on where you land as far as what your success is going to be. I'll go back to this. Patrick Mahomes anywhere would be damn good. Would mm-hmm. he be as good as he is in Kansas City, or would would he be as good in Washington if the if Washington had gotten him as he is with the Chiefs? My response is probably not. Um, Minnesota would be such, I think, at this point in time, unless I'm just totally wrong and whiffing here, and I think it'd be such a good landing spot, uh, especially if if you could sit behind Kirk. And, it, and it's not even that Kirk would have to help you. It'd be the luxury of not having the pressure to play immediately and be the franchise savior immediately. And then O'Connell, just his demeanor, and I think he really knows what he's doing. It didn't translate to his own skill, but that's fine. That happens. Um, I just really think that the Vikings, who, whoever ends up here, I think has a very good chance quarterback-wise of developing because I think the infrastructure is now in place. Um, and I hear some of those teams, and I'm like, I don't know about that, right? Like, this is a great, Las Vegas, I don't know about that. We've been saying this for a long time on this show. This is a great place for a young quarterback, especially if, if that quarterback can come in for a year. You know, most teams that are drafting quarterbacks have garbage all around, right? There's a reason why the Texans, the Texans don't have any big time wide receivers. They don't have like they're 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 cycling coaches every other year. They're just they're just starting from zero. Whoever the Texans draft is going to have to save that franchise. The Bears have a couple weapons on offense. They did trade for Chase Claypool, but they don't have like a number one wide receiver. They are going into year two of a coaching situation. Their roster is depleted. They're going to try and fix it with cap space and draft picks, right? But again, you're kind of cut. You're Justin Fields is trying to save that franchise. You don't. If you're a quarterback here, you don't have to save the Vikings franchise. They just won 13 games last year. Might have been a little fraudulent. Maybe they were like a 10-win team, but they're not. A, they're not the Texans or what the Colts have become the last few years, right? So, you would come in here if this scenario played out, and they somehow drafted Anthony Richardson, and and this is a big and with an if, if Kirk Cousins was 
the quarterback for 2023 and didn't get all like offended by the fact that they drafted his replacement, which that he would might. be a thing. Yeah, he'd be a thing. But Anthony Richardson could chill for a year, and then when he eventually sat in the pilot seat, he would have Justin Jefferson, TJ Hawkinson, Christian Derrissaw, Brian O'Neill. He'd have an offensive-minded coach, player-friendly coach, great facilities, everything, right? Great ownership. So it's uh, it's, it's just another reason why anyone who's, a, who's afraid of life after Kirk, right? Well, what are they going to do? Well, have some faith. You, know, you you poke at us for not being true Vikings fans or whatever. It's like, dude, have some faith in this organization and how everything is set up for a new quarterback to come in. How bad would you have to be to not at least be able to drive this car to a competitive record, right? You'd literally have to be the second coming of Christian Ponder. And even he quarterbacked a team that won 10 games and went to the playoffs one time. So And you and you get the support, too. Like, I mean, that that's most important thing to me because the expectations as a first round QB, especially a high one are always huge, but you'd get the support of the, of the team. And I actually don't object to, I sort of like the idea if the, if the climate is done correctly. Yeah. I like the idea of bringing in a quarterback with a veteran who might not want to help because that's going to test you a little bit. Like, I think it's good to be – it's professional sports. I don't think there's anything wrong with a guy not embracing you. It doesn't mean he's got to be a jerk, and I don't think Kirk would, would be a jerk. I think he'd be offended. But, like, that would be sort of a nice little bump in the road. But the adults in the room and the infrastructure that you would get as a young QB here I think would be really good. Yep. And, and you know, I don't think we talk about this enough, which is how many quarterbacks who are high draft picks – go to places where that infrastructure is not good, where it's not great. I, he, Jared Jared Goff is fine. Like, he's not great, but he's certainly not bad, okay? But he went to the Rams and had a great infrastructure, right? Yep. He, he succeeded. He went succeeded. to a Super Bowl. If yeah. Jared Goff had been drafted by Detroit at that time, he wouldn't have succeeded. So and now, I don't and now, he's, and now you know, and even Detroit has, they, they've got weapons all over the place. Oh, Dan now, Campbell yeah. has the attention of, not that Dan Campbell is Sean McVay, but, you know, and he's in, boom, boom. Now the Lions, they won nine games or whatever it was, and they were competitive again with, yeah. with Goff. People kind I'm, of, like, used Goff as a punchline for all those years. He's, maybe he's not as good as the number one overall billing, but you give the guy some infrastructure, you can win games with guys like Goff. I'm saying if Goff had actually been drafted at that time, though, by, like, a Detroit, he probably fails. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Zach Wilson, in my opinion, might be a punk. I don't know, but he doesn't really have a chance. Yeah. What's funny is, uh, you know, Goff was drafted by a garbage organization because Jeff Fisher had that thing yep. in a nosedive, and and Goff was like atrocious in his first year, and then McVay came in overnight right. and flipped the switch on that yep. on that whole offense. Exactly. So there it is, a five percent chance for Anthony I want a Richardson. Mark! Unless you trade up. Well, that's the thing. You're you're almost certainly, especially because Anthony Richardson, by all accounts, was very impressive in the interview process. He's going to go through some workouts, I would assume, this weekend. And he's just, he's a, if he can nail the interview stuff, physically he's going to be a beast at the combine. So his stock probably will rise between now and the and the draft. So there's your Saturday check down episode here on Purple Daily, Daily Vikings Entertainment Speculation. We are your home the next 10 days especially, and then the week or two after that, 
This is where the 2023 Vikings roster will start to be molded. Free agency. My guess is by the time we reconvene here, Dex will have a vent line on Sunday. But by the time we could reconvene on Monday, there might be some news in the next 48 to 72 hours. You got to start clearing cap space. So we'll see, boys. We'll see. Purple Daily. See you guys next time.